everybody, this is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. I am right here in Gomeglad. I'm not on the Lorry side this morning. I'm right here in Cedarhurst in my hometown. It was a pleasure just having to drive down the road this morning, so it was really exciting. Um, we are broadcasting a super size show from 9 to 10.30. I have an amazing lineup of guests. So uh, stick around. Come to the store if you're in the five towns or a little bit closer. I know Shabbos is only at 4.10. Don't worry. You'll get it all done in plenty of time. So come on down to Cedarhurst. Um, watch us live. We've got some giveaways and fun stuff going on, so we're really excited to be here. Um, this is Table for Two, as I mentioned. For those of you who don't know me or are tuning in for the first time, uh, we have a very exciting food show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, I love to shop food. I love to shop for it, cook it eat food, eat at restaurants, anything food related. Uh, I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. And anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. I do all my shopping right here in Gourmet Glat, which is the entire store is under the Vard of the Five Towns. So you can rest assured all the kashrut is, uh, all the products in this store are uh, the best and highest quality. Um, but I also like to hear about everybody's food experiences and I like to share my stuff, but I like you to share your stuff with me. So email me at Naomi at NachumSiegel.com. Thank you for everybody who does email me and lets me know where they're eating, what they're eating, what they're cooking. I love hearing about it. Um, so you can join my newsletter on the AussieGourmet.com website, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. So uh, stay in touch with me and if you eat it, share it. Okay, so we have a really exciting show right here in Gomeglat. We have a nice crowd showing up. I just want to give a bit of a lineup of our guests. I have Seth Levitt here, sponsor of Table for Two for this entire year. We started off in January, and now we're here in December. And we're also here to announce that we are going to be sponsoring your show next year as well. Thank you. So we're signing on again. Awesome. Yes. Let's celebrate. We'll celebrate. We've got some cocktails we're going to celebrate in a little bit. That sounds great. So we've got li- lined up. We've got Nate Crewman from the Burning Bush Hot Sauce. I'm going to point to that. Uh, and, of course, I have, and there's been a lot of buzz about this, and I'm not sure if the kids in this class are watching right now from their smart boards, but I have Chef Eitan Bernath. He appeared on on uh, Chopped a couple months ago. I don't know if we can pan it on him. <laughs> can we get a wave, a wave to Aton? He's going to come on. He's going to. Is he on? Did we get him? Okay, awesome. Uh, we've got um, Aton. We've got Malky. Her, she's over there. She, I'm waving to her. She's not in front of the camera right now. So she's from Kiss the Kosher Cook. We'll talk more about that, of the huge Facebook group. Um, and we've got Jay Bookspam from Royal Wines. No show is complete without Jay. Um, and Howie Klugsbrun with a Gourmet Glut Roundup at the end of the show. So please stick around because we're going to be doing some cooking with Chef Eitan Bernath in just a little bit. So hi, Seth. How's it going? It's going well. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, good. Good air of Shabbos. Yeah, like I know, right? Yeah, good air of Shabbos, as we always say. Yeah, it's um, I'm pumped. It's really exciting to be in hometown and yeah, well, in Gourmet Glat, who are big, big supporters of your products yeah, and the show. Yeah, we're big fans of Gourmet Glat. We used to actually live out here in Cedarhurst for about 15 years, and this was the store where we always shopped. Yeah, they got everything here. You know, if you come to Gourmet Glat, you don't have to run around to other stores. That's so. right. They have everything conveniently you know, laid out. It's a great store. Including the Abels and Hyman products, which is what we're here to talk about. Seth, you've had a 
wild roller coaster year. Like it just goes up and up and up and up. No downs. <laughs> no just downs. Being one of those up roller coasters. That's right. You should continue. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um, a lot of it is because of you. Thank so you. thank you for your I've help. I've had so much fun. The, the Facebook page has like gone like crazy. Yes. It's yes. like quadrupled. Correct. If you are not a fan, now, right now on Facebook, wash your hands. I know you're in the kitchen. Um, cooking and listening. So wash your hands, grab your whatever computer, mm-hmm. <laughs> and join the... Abels and Hyman Facebook page. And also Hot Golan is and also And Hot Golan as well, correct. And now Instagram. That's right. We're moving forward. Social media is taking over, and we're following the trend. And today people are posting on Instagram, and uh, that's really the medium that pe- people have, uh, are using. Yeah, and if you, if you are, like I made for... Um, Hanukkah, I know we, we're going to do doing, doing a few homages to Hanukkah, but I made latkes and I had some of your um, cognac salami that you mm-hmm. were given me. I grated that into my latke mixture. It was amazing. I and, saw the pictures. And, and then I posted on fa- face, uh, Instagram, actually, right. also Facebook, but I did through my Instagram and I tagged Abels and Hyman. So if you do make something fabulous with a product from Abels and Hyman. We would love to see it. So, so tag them. That's Abels right. and Hyman. One word. Abels Hyman. One word. Not the ant. <laughs> um, yeah, and on Facebook you can do it. We love to, as you know, I always say if you're eating it, if you're cooking it, share it with us. We love to hear from our customers. We know how important they are to the business. Without them, we would have nothing. So we thank them and we appreciate them. And we want, we want, we want you guys to share with us as much as we share with you. So please show us your pictures of your product. Take pictures of the product that create interesting recipes and let us know about it. Yeah. You'd be surprised what we can come up with with the recipe that you, uh, you decide <laughs> to make. Yeah, and and you've got a brand ambassador now. We've yes, got yes, we the uh, amazing Honey Applebaum. That busy in Brooklyn. We want to give a shout out to her as well. She uh, created an, an amazing recipe: a hot dog uh, cooked in an egg roll wrapper. Right, that's sick, amazing. It's, it's posted on uh, our our Facebook page. It's posted on our Instagram page. Uh, busy in Brooklyn posted it on her web blog. Uh, it's an, it's a great recipe. It's an easy recipe. And it's uh, just another nice thing that you could do you know with a hot dog. I have to, after the show, I have to go home and make them mm-hmm. because um, never, my freezer door was left open on Wednesday night mm. and all my sausages and hot dogs that I had gotten from you and I'd brought back from Australia all defrosted. Okay. So I have like 80 hot dogs to cook this afternoon. Cook them up quickly. I know. Barbecue right? on Sunday at your Barbecue house. Barbecue on Sunday. So everyone can come to my house. But I'm gonna, I figured that would be another recipe to throw together before Shabbos. Exactly. It didn't seem complicated. Easy recipe. Jay Bookspam is in the house. Thank you. Okay, we gave a shout-out to all our guests, so I didn't see you, so you're here. Thank you. Um, okay, so we've got some products. People who are in the store probably can smell the amazing hot dogs that Seth has got cooking, you know, when you watch the show. And you can watch the show now on the NachumSiegel.com homepage, but afterwards you can always go to the YouTube channel on NachumSiegel Network and watch any of our shows that we uh, also videotape as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can watch them later. But um, So the people who can see it and the people who aren't in the store can, can't smell it. We've actually got some hot dogs cooking up over there. And this is from your, this is from your new line of hot dogs. Right. Well, we brought two flavors of hot dogs with us today. Uh, we brought our uh, no nitrate added uh, reduced fat and sodium beef frankfurter, which is a healthier alternative today to eating the uh, hot dogs with the synthetic nitrates. I know people are always looking to uh, right. uh, eat healthier, be healthier, live healthier. This is an opportunity to 
consume a hot dog, buy a hot dog, and still feel good about your purchase. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's great. You know, we are all getting much healthier. Right. And thinking, you know, we, we always talk about reading our labels and reading our packaging. Mm-hmm. And the, some of the ingredients that are in yours, like the cherry the and celery the celery. and cherry, which are natural nitrites. Natural. Right. Those are natural derived so, nitrites. They're not synthetic nitrites. And they do the same thing that a uh, synthetic nitrite does, which okay, is so cure the hot dog. Let's have some hot dogs, and then we're going to... Move on. So you see, I have this big tray of food up here. We're going to be eating that. Right. So what we're going to do actually is we're work. We we uh, cooked up the hot dogs because we wanted to try something new. And uh, you have a guest coming on your show. Uh, right. Yep. I have Nate Crewman. And, okay. And I met Nate uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, Nate introduced me to his product line, and I was really blown away with it. The uh, Burning Bush hot yep. sauce. And he said that there are a lot of opportunities to work together. He said that uh, you could add my hot sauce to um, uh, sauerkraut, for example, Mm-mm-mm. give it a hot flavor, and I thought, you know, that would pair very well. Normally, we're pairing wines with hot with hot dogs <laughs> with Jay. Yeah. Today, today, we're pairing hot sauce, but we said, how about pairing it with our beer-flavored hot dog? So, and we thought I beer, sauerkraut, and, and burning bush hot sauce. What more can you that's ask fantastic. for? That's fantastic. So that's one thing that we're going to be trying. And the other is, as we mentioned, the healthier for you, uh, no nitrate added hot dog. And that hot dog, Nate, tell us what we're going to do with that hot dog. That's a simple one. And thank you, Seth, thank for the shout out. Thank you, Naomi. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so Howie. much for thank coming on. Yeah, we need to get you close to that mic. Thank you for having me today and for the opportunity, really, to share what we think is just an incredible flavor. Uh, maybe we'll start with the healthier version. And because that <laughs> I know, isn't it funny that you can say up. healthy hot dog? Like the healthy that, hot dog. That it's not an oxymoron. And what we're going to do is we're just going to mix the – we mixed the burning bush already with a I'm, spicy deli mustard. I'm going to just um, show the bottle. It's such a cl- – well, there goes my microphone. Did that just fall? Did I lose sound? Did I just lose sound? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay, I, I guess I'm just going to um, put my mic pack back on. Okay, are we good, CK? All right. Um, okay, techni- a little technical issue, but we can work right through that. Um, okay, I think we're good. All right. Um, CK, you'll let me know if the sound's okay. Okay, so... Um, Lost my train of thought That's there. Right. Okay, we, so, we're, we, we so no, some, we're talking about a nice, right. classy bottle. So I really like it. actually looks almost like a bottle of vanilla extract, but you'll see burning bush, hot sauce. But it's not one of those sauces. And this is what I fell in love with. I don't like hot sauce. That kills my taste buds because I cannot eat anything else for the rest of the day. This is just the right amount of kick that enhances your palate, your food, the recipe. It's unreal. And when I met you at Kosher Fest, and you actually <laughs> recognized me from... Table for two with Nachum, and I was like so excited that someone's watching the show. <laughs> um, so we like really hit it off, and I got Seth involved, and, you know, and great. Okay, so I'm just going to put this back here, right next to my Abels and Hyman cap. By the way, I don't know if I told you, Seth, I love my hat. I love my hat. Yeah, I'm always wearing my Abels and Hyman cap. If you see me on Facebook quite often, I'm wearing my uh, Abels and Hyman cap. Okay, so what have you done here? While Seth is finishing up those hot dogs, we're going to have a little party. We're going to we can do a nice tasting here of a lot of different things because Burning Bush really brings out the flavor. As Naomi said, the idea is not to compete with your food. If you spend a lot of time cooking something, the last thing you want to do is burn your mouth or have that be the most prominent flavor. So Burning Bush really is there to wake up the flavor. The flavor profile just travels all around your mouth, all around the food. I love that flavor profile. 
Can well, I use that? Yeah. I'm going to use sure. that flavor Please profile. Do, okay, Thank you. great. We'll, Thank we'll you. So you to that. we find it it's great simple just on a chip mixed with hummus, mixed with olive oil and burning bush together with challah is an amazing treat. And we're also going to do some bean salad and we're looking forward to the hot dogs which are being cut up right now. Oh, bring it on. And uh, Naomi made some extreme sacrifices today. First, I'm told that she washed and so that we could make yeah, mozi earlier washed, so that we can we eat washed. the challah. I, I never wash on a Friday. Right. And, and eating meat <laughs> so at this in hour the morning. for the day. That's it for me. So Okay, I know. So so any coffee that I'll be drinking today, I've got my went to the <laughs> Gomeglada where they sell uh, soy milk and I have soy milk for my afternoon coffee because I will be flashing till Shabbos basically now, right? Yep. <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to wait. Seth's going to come back. Okay, so oh, We're having a cooking party. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, what is that? Tell, can we get a shot of this? Let's get a shot of that for those of you who are... Uh, watching and and who are just listening i want to describe what we've got here we've got a bowl of hummus no that's a hummus this is the mustard this is oh this a, is the mustard this is okay abel's sorry, and heim and dell mustard right. abel's and heim and dell i'm a big fan of the mustards okay i don't know if people know that but because we were talking about the hot dogs but we abel's and heim has an incredible line of mustards and i'm a mustard snob and these uh, once I int- was introduced to them you, there's mustards. no going back that's right there's no going back okay I'm, i would just want to smell it Mm. Oh, wow, my glands. Woo-hoo. Can't wait to eat this. So this is the Abelsenheim and Deli mustard with some hot sauce, correct? Right, and you can always add hot sauce. You can't take it out so easily once you do it. You don't want to start sticking Going. a lot of spoons because it will bring a zing, but it's going to bring more flavor out of the mustard. Okay, so can I go for you this? You can do it any way okay. you like. Okay, I don't have to make any brachas because we just washed. Okay, so what am I eating here, Seth? You are having the no-nitrite-added, reduced-fat and sodium beef hot dog, a full-flavored hot dog with a healthy twist. Okay, so my parents are in Australia, and it's Shabbos for them, so I kind of feel like I can eat meat on 9 o'clock on a Friday morning because it's Shabbos for me. Like we drink so early in the morning because somewhere it's 5 o'clock. Okay, here we go. one as well. Uh, For Mm. sure. Oh, my God. Delicious. Pop. Pop. That's unbelievable. That's um, I love the kick of the hot sauce with the mustard. Wow. Who'd have thought? What's nice is that I'm tasting the hot dog the way it's meant to be. Tasted. That's right. And if it's going to ever compete, again, you don't want that. But it, you want that great flavor. It's tangy. It's spicy. It's mustardy. And all with the beef, the meat. Loving this. You have all the rich flavors of okay, the hot dog with the uh, mustard. It's amazing. So and what the, can we try next? I'm excited the, to be The next item that we have up is our beer-flavored hot dog, which is a new item that we created this year. Uh, it's selling very nicely. Unfortunately, we will not have it for Pesach, but right yeah. after Pesach, we will have it again. So get it while supplies last, Yeah. and we're going to bring it over. The run is done now? Uh, we have about one or two more runs left, and okay. then uh, we're, oh, we're switching over for Pesach, believe it or not. Okay, what, so now we're so going to have a beer one with? What we're going to do... Yes, we have the sauerkraut, which is already mixed with the burning bush, too. I don't know if you want to get a close-up of the sauerkraut, but I, I would call this kosher kimchi. Koreans make a kimchi salad, which is made so with, let, with yeah. cabbage and Korean it's hot Korean peppers. It's Korean coleslaw. It's a Korean coleslaw, but this is really what I would call the kosher version of it, although burning bush has a recipe called burning kimchi, which is amazing as well. Okay, so should I put hour. this in my bowl? So we're going to stick it in the bowl. I think it's easier just to... Throw this in a bowl and just eat it with the hot dog. Okay. Now, do you heat up the sauerkraut or do you I, serve it well, at room temperature? This is not heated, but sauerkraut goes any temperature. And a hot dog, it's better to have it hot so that I, I the like, hot dog stays hot. I like too. the sauerkraut at, uh, when it's heated up. Yeah, so. this is something but that I, I did not grow up with I have eating. I to tell you, though, I did sauerkraut. a tasting 
at a farmer's market. This is the bear flavored hot And one of the products that they were selling was sauerkraut. And I couldn't sell that at the tasting or give it at the tasting. So instead, I just had a bowl of sauerkraut, and I just kept eating it. Mm-hmm. And everybody said, what's that you're eating? And I said, this is just sauerkraut with burning bush. And they loved it. And they were going and buying the sauerkraut, buying the hot sauce, throwing it together, and eating it right there. It's fantastic. You don't, they, oh, it's great. They say that um, if you're there's a whole diet movement called eating fermented food, and people are eating sauerkraut to keep the lining of their bellies like... I don't know, with the good bacteria. It's like very healthy for you to eat sour. Let me give you another shot there. I think <laughs> another know. shot? Oh, I God. <laughs> okay, so I'm holding a bowl of sauerkraut with a, a lot of hot sauce, and I put it, I'm mixing it around, and I've got a bite of a beer-flavored hot dog. Okay, here we go. I Looks took like my amep- Omeprazole this morning. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to taste it plain first. That is good. Okay, it has a very nice subtle hint of beer flavoring. That's really nice. Yeah. That's too much hot sauce for me. (laughs) Okay, and that's spicy wine. So, okay. Excellent. Really, really excellent. Loving it. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's good. You make a great product. You should be very proud of yourself. Yes. It's hard to do that today. I can't take all the the credit for this. I have a great partner, Neil. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about how you got together. Well, we got together on the squash court many years ago, <laughs> and that's a longer story. But what happened is Neil was involved with Hazon, with bike rides, and learning about the spice route, and learning how to make pickles. And I had this idea many years ago just about creating a hot sauce, and I had a name, Burning Bush. When I told Neil, his eyes popped, and he's a gardener. He, besides business, he's a foodie. And we experienced the renaissance of food in Philadelphia many years ago, so he starts creating a recipe. And we're going back and forth and tasting, and he's going through his cabinet from his wife's spices. And one <laughs> Middle Eastern herb, ancient, just blew it off the charts, starts sharing it with foodies all over Philadelphia, restaurant owners, and here and there. Next thing you know, in June, we did our first run. And this Monday, we did our fourth run. Right, we were talking. And, uh, you know, thank God we're just really enjoying the, the flavor, enjoying the, the people who are connecting with us on Facebook and sharing their recipes. we got a recipe. A recipe just the other day for a muffin frittata with burning bush. Wow. Who would have thought? And it's delicious. Soups, everything. That's how we got together. And, we, you know, the flavor, we believe, in fact, the fact that we're here, that you're talking about social media, we believe our sauce is about human engagement. Food is about human engagement. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. So That's when we really come true. together, we want to be happy. Any sauce can make you hot. Okay, but we believe that burning bush makes you happy, and you come together <laughs> and you talk with people, you enjoy your food, you savor the time you have together. I think you want a lachaim. Yeah, I want a lachaim right. because you know time is well, getting away. We have one for you too. Uh, so. I want okay. I'd love to have a lachaim. Okay, we're going to have right. a lachaim, especially because we're finishing our first year and moving in out to our second year together. Now, believe it or not, this gorgeous cocktail. Where is Jay? Okay, Jay. We, oh, we've got to give Jay. We some should make too. one up for Jay. Okay. No, we, no, no, no. He's going to wait. Okay, so this is made with Murad Passion Fruit Wine. Shout out to Murad Wineries, imported by Royal yes, Wines, yes, yes. a favorite of mine. This is right under Orange Muscat is the Passion Fruit Wine. So. Well, we at, about a year ago, the previous Kosher Fest, I met Gershon very briefly, and, and Jay actually was kind enough to connect me with Gershon. And Neil went to Israel, met with Amir, and we connected with Murad because I love the Passion Fruit Wine. It's a delicious product. So we actually have this new cocktail um, and no surprise, it's called a burning passion. And, w- and what it is is it's a combination of orange juice, burning bush hot sauce, and the passion fruit wine. Um, 
we took it to Abigail's recently. Jeffrey Nathan Company love our sauce, and and uh, the chefs there, and everybody loved this drink. It was just such a wonderful. I cannot, thing. I so cannot wait to. Let's, let's uh, drink to human Hyman. engagement. Human, human engagement. Abel's and Hyman, Nachum Siegel Network, L'chaim. Burning Bush, Gourmet Glatt, Royal Wine. Okay. Mm. Okay, someone's got to talk through this. This is fantastic. Wow. Wow. That's all I could say. Wow. It's, the word is multidimensional cocktail. You know why? Because you feel the heat in the back of your throat, and it takes about a second for the heat to hit you. But when it does, it just comes out. It's nice. But then at the same time, you've got the passion the, fruit. Yeah, you taste the passion fruit, the oh, sweetness and, you, and the hot ooh, together. It's like any other cooking experience you have. Nothing will be as good as the lowest common denominator. So mm-hmm. if you start with the great ingredients. You end up with a great product. It's good right. orange juice. Good passion fruit, good hot sauce, great orange juice. I'm great loving this. Fruit, great this hot is sauce. Really fantastic. We must give some to Malky. <laughs> Malky Hirsch, you must come up and try this. In a couple of minutes, you're up. Stay tuned. Kiss the Kosher Cook is going to be up right next. Um, okay, we have time for one more thing going on over here. Well, we wash. Why don't we have some challah? Okay, sounds okay, good. So That's why we washed that. at that 9 o'clock in the morning, at 9.45. Okay, we have a Zomix challah. And a knife. And a knife. I'm not going to make a silly brochure joke. What, what we're doing here basically is just I think we're tearing extra virgin olive oil mixed with burning bush. This came care of Neil. Okay. He loves it. They eat it every Shabbos. They we're eat doing this, this the old-fashioned way. We're the literally going to break way. bread together. Is that a water challah? It's uh, a Hamisha It's a Hamisha. Okay, there you go. Thank you. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're going to want to just stir How it How do I bit. swirl it? Look swirl at it. it around. Here. Okay. Here I've got a plates. plate. Yeah, yeah plates. Got, we've got plates. Yeah, there's an extra one. Okay, so I swirl the olive just oil. Swirl it and I want to get a lid. I'm swirling a piece of challah with, into olive oil mixed with hot sauce. So if you are listening, I just want you to create a little picture in your mind. Okay, now I'm going to take a bite while you talk. Okay. This is also great on corn on the cob, right off the grill. You just mix the olive oil with the hot sauce. Oh, this is sick. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. In a good way. Amazing. I know. I shouldn't say that word, mm-hmm. right? This what is it, unbelievable. What it is is that some foods are porous in a way that it just travels through the food, the hot sauce, the olive oil as well. So fried foods work that well. It's not the healthier alternative necessarily, but things like schnitzel, um, breaded eggplant, goes very well with the hot sauce this as well. This is delicious. So I'm okay, I just want to try that hummus there. i got to get everything in on this plate, and then we're going right. to clear out and you want to clear chip? the table. Okay. Okay, I'm going to take it. Do you want one of these? Sure. Yeah, I'll make you one. Thank you. We've got our little plate. Oh, my goodness. We have a very full table here today. I'm taking a corn chip, a whole wheat corn chip, uh, which has been mixed with hummus and hot sauce. I'm going to take a little bite. You can hear the crunch. Yum. This is one of my favorite combos. Mm. What an amazing product. I love it. (laughs) Really? I'm loving it. Hummus, hot sauce. I never would have thought of that one. Really nice. Well... We Mate, have, we have a lot it. of recipes we've created, and we also have simple uses of this. You can just throw it on a sandwich. You can throw it on a tuna melt. Great, throw great it with tuna mayo and make us. You can make a. You can make a hot mayo with it if you like. I'm loving it. You can add it. One of my favorites is cholent on Shabbos. Cholent on Shabbos. Okay. My kids love it. It's a great thing. Nate, thank you so, so much for coming in. This was a great little segment. <laughs> I want to again thank everybody for Th- thank having you us. Naomi, thank you. Thank you for having me as well. Yeah, no thank problem. you so much.
Okay. I'm gonna, um, Can I eat all of this up? Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thank you. All right. Let's try to clear the table a little bit because I've got Malky Hirsch coming on up. Kiss the kosher cook. Hello. All our family and friends that are here this morning. Right here. We have a little messy table, but you know what? Maybe you want to eat some of this. I would stuff. like to try the juice. Oh, yeah. You can share with me. Thank you. Would you like me to make one first? Oh, sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nate Crewman. Okay. Great. Wow. I'm just going to move everything over here. How are you, darling? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, good. It's like good. so weird to do this in Gummy Black because Mark, is, Mark yes. has actually been into the studio. So. Yes. I'm an old pro. Yeah, yes. you are. You are <laughs> doing this talk, food talk. Yes. Really, you are the ultimate food talker because you're... Like you're Marky, for those of you who are unaware of Malky, I don't know what rock you've been living under. <laughs> Just joking. Uh, but Malky, uh, Malky, this is Malky Hirsch. Hi. She runs a Facebook group. She doesn't have a website. It's kind of a little bit different. You know, the blogger world is growing and growing and growing. Absolutely. But what's been growing a lot is the Facebook groups. You know, you can absolutely. run a whole business from Facebook. You absolutely can. Um, just having a group. And mm-hmm. I, it's absolutely incredible how you've got – it's a closed group. So I call it's it – a secret group, actually. Um, but not anymore. <laughs> but if you friend me, Malky Hirsch, on Facebook, I will approve you to the page. And I just – I like having that small, close-knit community yeah. of 700 or so, um, you know, of my closest foodie friends. And, you know, and it's Malky, just it's really amazing that Malky talks to everyone like she is your best friend, which is so nice because I really feel that we've connected. <laughs> Thank you. Besides being from Shaw and we know each other a little Absolutely. bit from Shaw, yeah. But like how we just share everything on Facebook and people will talk about a recipe like you, you're in the new kosher cookbook by Leia. Secret restaurant recipes. Secret re- yeah. And you put... A thing about the cauliflower soup up there. From you have, as of last night, 78 comments yeah. on that soup. Cauliflower bisque. It just keeps growing. Mm-hmm. Like, even I had a question because I'd seen that you had made something, taken a picture of it, of the Carlos and Gabby's uh, Cedarhurst sandwich, yeah. sandwich mm-hmm. that's in there, the recipe that's mm-hmm. in there, and I had a question about it. And Malky, I'd seen that Malky had taken a picture. People are taking pictures of their food, sending it to Malky's Facebook group. So other people will know what to do or come up with And giving their opinions ideas. on like whether whether it was a success in their, you know, dinner or something might have gone wrong and people are able to just, you know, give in their two cents and help out other people with their it's culinary questions. It's a support questions. group yeah, for, for, sure. for, I guess, mostly mums. Dads yes. can join or yes, a couple dads. singles, yes. you know, that are that are and really my, And cooking. my brother. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> right, you have a brother that's a real big foodie. Shout out to Nissen. Um, yeah, so it's really nice to, um, you know, that you've made yourself so accessible, and I've said that before. It's really amazing, mm-hmm. you know. You get Thank all you. these texts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I have some questions for you. Go ahead. Okay, we're going to hit Marky up with some questions. What is your favorite spice? My favorite spice? Yeah. That is so hard. <laughs> oh, my What's gosh. What's your go-to spice? I mean... Oh, I've, hit her, I've hit her hard. Oh, I my want, gosh. I know Miriam Wallach loves salt. Salt. I love salt is her go-to spice. Yeah, and she has a large collection, right? I, I love have different salt. types of salts, right? Um, so, if you had to flavor something with something besides salt, because you got to have salt in everything, right? There is this new spice. Okay, and you know, share, share. Well, <laughs> I'm like waiting to hear what it is. No, it's actually um, it's a mix of a. What, what was talking it to the mic? You know, I'm <laughs> thinking. I, it's a really hard question for me. You know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say crushed red pepper. That's probably my crushed favorite. red pepper. Yeah, that's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right. Why not? Great. Yeah. What What's your favorite thing to eat? 
Pasta. Pasta. Mm. Homemade? Fresh? I've never done that. Malky, we're going to do that together. Can we do that together? Yeah. That'd be Actually, so if exciting. anybody wants to join Malky and I doing a fresh pasta, I have a pasta machine. I would machine. love to do that. So email me at naomi at nachamsegel.com and we will do that. I would love to do we that. We actually did it right here in Gomeglat during the nine days. That's the thing that always intimidates me, that machine that you have to like Oh, it's flatten. so easy. Really? Yeah, it's so easy. But you have to do it a few times. You have to put it Yeah, nine times. times. Yeah. And my six-year-old did it with me. I have really? it on my Facebook page. We did it during the nine days. Um, when I was in okay. Australia. No, okay. right here in, in Gomeglot we did it. But I learned how to do it in Australia and then right. I brought my You don't just skill. go on the radio doing it no. without learning. No. Yeah. Okay, well, it. we actually had a cute little cooking demo. Thank you. Oh, is that, oh, was that for Malky? Oh, Nate, you're the best. Let's get Malky a little sloshed. Yeah, sure. I just for, I for neglected to mention we have a Facebook page and we love to share your oh recipes. Gosh. Oh yeah, Burning we, Bush Hot Sauce, please come. Yes. We've shared them. We, sh- we love to just engage all the time. Facebook, website, okay. and anybody that wants recipes can just email me at nate at bbkosher.com. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how we've all made the world smaller, mm-hmm. you know, by, yeah. by all this Facebook and social media. Businesses Absolutely. are booming from it. Absolutely. Okay. What was my next question? What's your favorite cuisine? I'm going to be asking all these to Aton, so I hope he's thinking. Favorite cuisine. What's your favorite cuisine? Probably Italian. Italian? Okay. Yeah, I see the pasta correlation there. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Ketchup or mustard? <laughs> I've become a mustard connoisseur. Okay, so different types I of mustard. I used to love ketchup. Now I love mustard. Yeah. Of course, now yeah. I love mustard with burning bush hot sauce. That's such a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to, I've got to get you some of this. I love so. different mustards. I've never actually, you know, I started looking at like different whole grain mustards and, you know, just different, you know, qualities of, and, and it's just staggering how many brands you have out I have there. mustard. Yeah, oh, go to sure. Gorm- It's actually, I know Gomeglat so well. I can tell you it's on <laughs> aisle one on the left-hand side if you're coming up from the cash registers. Yeah. They have like three shelves just filled with. I know, I know. Floor to ceiling of. And mustard. I started looking in gourmet glass, like little sections of, you know, they have truffle salt. I never noticed before. Truffle salt, yeah. Truffle salt. Uh, that's in the back aisle. I uh, yeah. ate over there. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing yeah. things that it's, are now kosher that you would just never ever. I never even like thought, you know. Kosher fest really brought home so much stuff for yeah. us that. You know, like, wow, this is now kosher, that's now kosher. I we're know. catching up to the rest of the world. Yeah, for sure. Okay, one last question, then we're going to talk more about food. Chocolate or vanilla? These are always my favorite questions to foodies. I don't know why I never Chocolate thought about vanilla. bringing you to the show. Chocolate or ice cream? Like, you have to be more specific. Like, that's... You know, some people like a chocolate person or a vanilla person. Oh so, you know. Vanilla, probably. Vanilla, yeah. okay. Yeah. I used to be chocolate, now I'm vanilla. vanilla. I think we yeah. change in time. I never yeah. drank coffee till I was 40. Really? Yeah. I love and coffee. Now, now I cannot, a day without coffee is like a day without sunshine. What type of coffee? Um, I like to French press my you coffee. French press? Yeah. I feel like it's a different level of coffee. It's a different level. It's like a snobby coffee. It's a snobby coffee, but like a I'm, I'm not like married to any brand, but I want a good brand. I happen to like Starbucks, not Starbucks, um, the uh, Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee lattes. Okay. Yeah, that's we'll like... We'll have to do a how-to on that too, Yeah, French press. we can do a whole I'm coffee sure show. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Um, all right, let's talk food. What's the biggest piece of advice you could give, you know, to a young bride that's getting married? And I know you've been there, done oh that, because gosh. you were not a cook when you first. And if you if you missed our show no. that we did together, you can watch our show on the archives. All our <laughs> Nachum Siegel shows from the network are on our archives, nachumsegel.com or on the uh, app. But we've discussed, you know, you were a young bride and yes. you didn't 
know how to cook. cook. What would be a really good piece of advice that you could share with, you know, people or, or someone who's moving out of home, they finish college, they get an apartment in Washington Heights or, you know, moving to Queens or moving up, make, make an You just, you're out there cooking on your own. What can you share with us? I mean, I would just say to not be intimidated if something doesn't come out right. I mean, I've posted pictures of things that... Flops? Do you total flops. Would you do that now? I would. Okay, good for I you. I absolutely would. I love that. I love that about you. I absolutely would. I have no problem with it. Nobody's perfect. And you make mistakes all the time in the kitchen. And then you just chuck it and you try it again. Chuck it and start That's again. It. That's yeah. it. Don't be intimidated by that. I think... The best type of food is home, home like homemade food. You know, I think Aitan. food. I think Aitan agrees with that. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what's going in your products, and it's just it's the healthiest type of food. And you know, just to keep trying, and also use the internet as a reference. It's so there's so much there that you could like, I mean, discover and get support from other people. You know, and ask even the silliest questions. You know, it's a it's a valid question. Right. You Just because we know how to do it doesn't mean everybody absolutely. knows how to do it. Yes, absolutely. I so remember I once baked anything. noodles. You can, I, burnt, I burnt rice how many times? More times than I care to say. I really shouldn't even say this on, but that's why I started baking my rice. Well, you started doing what? I bake my rice. You bake your rice? I do. What? I bake my rice. Really? Yes. Can you just walk me through that? Because sure. Because I sure. never leave a class without... Okay. So, Learning something. So I, I was talking to a friend of mine one time, and I said to her, I always burn the bottom of the pot of the rice, which is actually a, um, that's actually a, uh, in the Sephardi culture, it's the burnt the part burnt of the rice. The burnt rice. I know they have a name for it, and I just don't it's know. It's called it. Tadig. There you go. Okay. It's called Tadig. It's the burnt rice from the bottom, and it's it's supposed to be I mean, I think it is really, really good. But my point was actually getting a fluffy bowl of rice. So, of course, it was very upsetting to me. <laughs> so my friend said to start putting, let's say you have a cup of basmati rice. Yeah. You put that in a pan. It could be in a nine-inch round pan. And then you put in a little olive oil, a little sea salt, and two cups of boiling hot water. You so cover the water's got to start hot. It's got to be hot. Start. It has to be from an urn. Boiling hot water. Okay, boiling or, hot water. Yeah. So one cup of rice, mm-hmm. two cups of hot water, mm-hmm. salt, olive oil. Yes. Cover it tightly. Yeah. And then you put it in the, the oven, oven for, I think it's at 375 for 30 minutes. Unreal. You uncover and you fluff it, and it's perfect. Really? Yes. Now, people do sometimes put chicken on top of that as well. Oh, my gosh. But I I think I prefer doing that on a stove top. Uh, okay. That's yeah, so interesting. Yeah. <gasps> Milky. Yay. Okay, I'm going to make rice. <laughs> I'm not such a rice lover. So oh, you're not? I know people I like, I think rice. Miriam makes fun of me for that. What do you mean you it. don't eat rice? Who doesn't eat rice? Yeah, oh, I don't. Man. I eat quinoa, though. Okay, so quinoa. I like quinoa, fine. but I, w- I would. That's 12 minutes on the stovetop. Mm-hmm. That's a no brainer. Exactly. Right. You can't really burn that unless no. you walk away from it's the possible. oven. <laughs> yeah. Like I do sometimes. Too much right. multitasking. And then you take a picture and post it and say, look, you see, I'm not perfect. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so <laughs> true, so quinoa. true. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now, Mark has been working on an amazing project, and we'll finish up yes. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because this Facebook group is so popular within the five towns yes. and beyond. Um, getting there, yeah. Getting there. It's mm-hmm. really moving out because mm-hmm. uh, it's quite, started off as a local group. Yeah. Um, somebody, uh, Breezy, I think, had the idea. Breezy, Breezy Beckerman. 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 Um, Breezy's on, she has the Breezy Giftware store on Central Avenue. Yes. Uh, we are big fans of yes. hers. So um, she was uh, approached, she put up so on basically, Facebook, right? We like started talking about, uh, one one night we were talking about some, some dish that I posted and we started, you know, having an exchange about how it would be so amazing to have a tasting party. Okay, so I could, like, write something on Facebook and say, yeah, that sounds like a great idea, and then move on. 
okay, move on, next next topic. But Breezy, she's a special type of girl. She, she grabbed <laughs> it by the hole. She was like, no, 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 we are doing this. We are having a tasting party. And it started out as like, oh, we'll have 25 of our closest friends. 25. And then it became a couple of hundred. Um, so... And, and it now, looks like a fundraiser. So rather than just having a tasting party, so one brings a potluck. We really, it snowballed because we started discussing it online about how it would be a beautiful thing if it benefited um, a food-based tzedakah that we could just, you know, give all the money towards, like Tom Shabbos, which it, now that, that's what we're benefiting, Tom Shabbos, and we're giving all the money straight to Tom Shabbos of the five towns. And it's for people that don't necessarily have the money to... You know, make shovels to afford it's, food. It's a beautiful thing, yes. and and I know that Gourmet Glad is very involved in that they as well. They are. They are sponsoring just all of our meat and, and fish. Our fish. Yes, Aussies, and, and we are so thankful to them. Yeah, yeah, that's so, really amazing. Yes, it's January I cannot 6th. wait to be a part of it. So I'm making, excited. of course, a fish recipe because you know Aussie Gourmet. Hello. Right, thank you. <laughs> I, I uh, fish is kind of like my thing, mm-hmm. so um, I'm going to be making a fish recipe. Yes. So I'm really excited to be a part of it and joining the whole uh, Kiss the Kosher Cook, Cook group. In live, in person. I'm yes. going to meet all those people who I don't know yeah. from, from it's the gonna neighborhood, be, but it's I only know their names through Facebook are going to come. So I'm like, it's going to be a meet and greet of all the girls that are on my page regularly, and it's going to be a tzedakah, a benefit. It's going to be an we amazing need, I hope we have some good booze. And desserts, and we're having, yes, we're having wine and sangria. It's going to be oh, beautiful. I love it. It's going to be great. It. Yeah. Thank Super you so much. Superstar chefs. Thank you so much. Thank You're you. amazing. Thank Keep it up. You. We cannot make Shabbos and dinner without you. I'm telling you, I check all the time what you're doing, what you're up to. I follow you. It's great because, you know, you get you run out of ideas and my kids are like, you know, you get in a rut no matter what you do. Yeah. So thank, thank you very you. much for sharing. That was Malky Hirsch from Kiss the Kosher Cook Facebook group fame. Uh, if you want to join her group, kind of like friend Malky and she'll let you into her group. I call it knocking on the door. Uh, how are we doing? Are we Okay. Okay, this is the moment, the hour we have been waiting for since 7 o'clock this morning. <laughs> How are you doing, mate? Oh, I'm good. Okay, hold on. Can we move? We can move you in a little closer. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Chef Eitan Benath. Thank, Thank you. I'm really, I'm really He's excited. getting a round of applause. <laughs> no one's ever given him, I guess. You're like something special here. Yeah, um, all my guests are special, but you are, you're, you're really unbelievable. You're my youngest guest. Oh. Cool. Yeah, can we can we get is it, is the mic working? It's good. We got good sound. Um, I'm gonna just give the people um, a little bit of background about you. Just how I heard about you. Aton was a contestant on Chopped. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was. Yeah, we doing okay. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, he was on Chopped, and that was awesome, right? Yeah, it was. It was really awesome. And even though I didn't win, it's just been a crazy adventure since. And and just how did you get onto Chopped? Like, um, amazing. Well, it's so, like a friend, a friend, a friend, a friend emailed my dad. Um, and they were all, it's funny, they were all like Jewish. Some of them were not really Orthodox. And the head of casting for Chopped is Jewish. She's not Orthodox, though. And uh, so we applied. We thought, you know, it'll be fun. Cool thing to do. Maybe cool blog post, right, that I applied for Chopped. But little did we know that once they were starting to consider me, I could not tell anyone. And oh, wait. So how long ago was this? Well, I knew that I was going to be on the show. Um... 
I'd say over like a year and a month ago. Wow! So you know for some, you got to hold that in. Yeah, and my brother. Oh, I didn't know if I'd be able to hold that in. <laughs> no, the best was my brother. He was he didn't tell anyone. Oh, that's amazing. Good little brother. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, now, Aitan had called me up this morning saying, you know, wasn't feeling too great, but he is doing amazing, and I really want to thank you so much for coming down with oh, your I'm dad. Really excited. I've been, I've been like, wait, I, I couldn't sleep last night. I was so excited. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm so touched. I'm really, I was really excited. So we have become fast friends. So um, we actually met back at Kosher yeah, Fest. Yeah, Kosher Fest. Now, I, I had seen um, Ilan Kornblum from the Great Kosher Restaurant mm-hmm. magazine. He had posted right before you. You had gotten on that uh, from kids going to be on shop to watch a tumbernath and you know um, for some reason I had seen the post maybe an hour mm-hmm. after you had been on so oh, I yeah. had missed it live um, but yeah so please your story I think it's on YouTube also oh right of course YouTube thank God you can watch our show on YouTube yeah okay so tell me what happened you you went through the Chop. How did you come up with your recipe for chopped? Well, unchopped, you don't get, you don't, can't use recipes or anything. Okay, so if you're not familiar with chopped, it's a reality the, show for cooking competition. Yeah, so basically, right? there's three rounds: appetizer, entree. Oh, appetizer, entree, and dessert. Um, and in each round, they give you a basket, and in the basket there are crazy ingredients. You can get anything from octopus to the craziest lettuce, anything. Luckily, okay. I do not get octopus. Oh, thank God, because I would not know what to do with octopus. <laughs> well, I've watched a lot of episodes on it. Some people, even who like eat octopus, they do it completely wrong, so I was really nervous for that. But, okay. <laughs> um, and But one thing that I thought was amazing is how nice they were about the kosher. That, okay. Like, I thought when I go on, they're going to be like, Eitan, what does that mean? Like, it would take so long to explain, but really, they did research on me, research on being kosher, and they knew that I couldn't eat meat and milk, t- I couldn't cook or eat meat and milk till I couldn't try any of the food, and they were just really like, they kept asking me, they kept asking me, like, Eitan, are you sure you're okay with cooking meat that's not kosher in a kosher kitchen, not in a kosher kitchen? That's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, that was a really great experience, and from that... Yeah. So much has happened. Yeah, a lot more Tell than I... Tell me more. Yeah, it was a lot more than I expected because I expected... Okay, I got on it, and since I... We filmed this actually in April. Okay. Um, and I thought... Before oh, or after Pesach? Um, I think before. Oh, pressure. Pressure on mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it was good we were able to practice beforehand. And what I thought was amazing is even though I didn't win... The whole Jewish community and even some not Jewish, like even some people who aren't Jewish, have been like really supportive and they give me a lot of attention. And I thought, you know, okay, I lost a week or so. People will think it's cool and then it will just all end. And Chopped was aired, um, I believe, four or five months ago. And I still have upcoming events like this. Right. And you're on the Chabad Telethon. Yes, I was on that. How was that? It was a lot of fun. It was very cool because I was on Chopped, which is like filmed beforehand and they do a lot of editing. So you see takes like two days so it's an hour show but it takes two days plus the bios which bios take another two day and it's just amazing how on live television everything is like if something goes wrong you got to just figure out what else like to do. like right now yeah. like if we spill these chips Mum's gonna have to send we have to do clean up an aisle clean up an aisle <laughs> how we no Mum how we'll have to go clean up an aisle nachem siegel network studio <laughs> aisle because this is our aisle here. We always do our show from here, unless they put us in the freezer. Last, oh. We did a show one time in the fr- in the freezer section, and we froze ourselves. That would be cold. Yeah, it was not good. But they gave us cute little gourmet glut sweatshirts, which we all have. Okay, so you've done. Uh, tell me what you've done since. Um, so I've done several cooking demos. I did one at a local supermarket. Oh, Cut. that's so cool. Yeah, it's kind of like this. In um, your neck of the woods? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's like my house. It's really cool. It's just like you. 
We're going to do a cooking dinner together in a minute, so just stick around. Um, it's called... Um, what's it called? Sorry, I'm tired. It's um, okay. He's had a busy bad day. <laughs> okay. Um, and so then I did another one at Emporio. I, not the one that's right around here, because I just went on our way here. There was one. I did one in, I believe, Brooklyn or New York. I forget where it is exactly. And that was also fun. That was like a video one. And oh, it wasn't cool. in a crowd, just kind of like this, but there's a, there's a nice crowd here. Yeah. And then I did a cooking demo at the School Session dinner. Oh, Nice. Yes. And you got an award. They yes. gave you an award. Yeah, they were really generous. They gave us this nice, like, plaque. It, okay. it was like, I don't know if it was, it was like a trophy, but it was made of glass, and it looked really professional, like I have it on my desk. And they gave us um, some cool books, and, and they gave us $1,000, 500 to charity, um, so we could choose, and 500 to keep. That's really nice. That's such an accomplishment. And he hasn't had a bar mitzvah yet, okay? <laughs> He's really a man. And um, he for, it's, it's almost my mitzvah in like when, six months. In May. six months. Oh, man. Are you practicing? Are you getting yeah, time I to practice? Finished. Oh, you, oh, of course you did. What's your parasha? Acharimo Kidoshim. Two. Not one, but two. Oh, wait. You're doing the whole thing? Yep. Oh, and I'm davening in shul. Oh, cool. Well, and I think since um, my like actual bar mitzvah is on Shabbos, I am also going to learn part of the next parsha so that I can lean in school. Because I've been looking forward to that for a long time. That's really cool. Wow, you yeah. are so confident. I love that. You've got to be confident when you get into the kitchen for the first time. How old were you? Um, well, I always liked helping my mom in the kitchen. Like, let's say she was making pancakes, I like to help her flip the pancakes. So okay. But I guess when I got more, like, a serious, I mean, only a kid, but serious. Um, <laughs> no, was, it's okay. Was, like, when I was, like, I guess nine, I really started to cook, like, by myself. And obviously now my parents even let me cook sometimes. And when they're not home, like, if I'm home, they need to make dinner. But they don't let me use the stove yet. They don't want to what? They don't want me to use the stove yet because they don't want me to burn the house. <laughs> it was actually, I've nearly done that, too, and I'm way more than nine. <laughs> and also... Um, Actually, on shop, there was a teen shop, and one of the girls talked about how um, she burned her house down <gasps> with cooking. Okay. <laughs> I think she's making, like, fried chicken or something, and it went everywhere. So, so I'm hoping not to do that. So all the kids that are watching, Eitan, and all your friends and fans um, that are watching today, it's a little piece of advice is cook when mom and dad are around. That would be uh, a nice yes. piece of advice um, to share with everyone. So, um, Eitan, why don't we cook something? Okay. Are you up to that? Sure. Okay. This guy is unbelievable. On so many levels, you have no idea. Okay. Take the green mic. Okay. I'm t- I've got the green mic. Pull. I got it. Excellent. Now, I've got a mic, so I'm going to hold this for... We're walking, walking, walking. Wow. I'm just going to move a couple of things over here. Now, Aitan, before we start, I have a little present for you. Okay. It is a table for two apron. We only give that, these out to our special friends, well, our special you. guests. All our guests are special, as we say before. But I got a couple, so I thought, oh, it's a little bit bigger. It's a little bit big on me too. But he does have his chef's jacket. He does look extremely professional. Yeah, I love chef's I know. It's so important to wear one because we get our clothes filthy. Yeah. I've got a mic. I don't need to oh. hold it. Sorry. Yeah, so I make a, when I when I cook a lot of times, especially with baking. I love I like baking, but I make a mess when I bake. Me too. <laughs> like these churros. Um, I already pre because we're making churros today. And for those of you guys who don't know what churros are, they're kind of like uh. Well, I thought they were Mexican first. So I've seen a lot of Mexican cookbooks, but they're really actually from Spain and Portugal. They're almost like a sp- Spanish um donut. Right, and they're like Spanish in a rod. Donut. For those of you guys who are listening, they're like in a rod, and we'll see. They're, that not, later. they're not round. They're like, yeah. and they're um, star shaped. Yeah, star okay. shaped. We have a, all kinds of equipment. We've been busy. We've been talking for like the last week. since we met, but yeah. more this week about 
all the equipment and our supplies that what we needed. Okay. Okay. So the first thing we're gonna do to make churros, which um, if you guys have ever made donuts, you know that this is like kind of how you do it. So we have just a regular just pan here, um, and we're just gonna add in the can water. Can I can I hold that for you? Yes. He's oh, gonna walk top. walk us through this. Okay. Okay. And now over here we have some salt. So this is an interesting recipe because you actually cook the the uh, batter. Yes. Interesting. I've never seen a recipe. I didn't know that churros were made like that. Yeah, and just just for you guys who want to make this at home, it's a cup of water, and I'll probably also be posting this on my blog. Right. We're going to put it up on uh, chefatan.com. No, no, cookwithchefatan.com. And I'll put it up on the aussiegourmet.com yeah. also. So here... And Miriam, we can get this recipe up on the Nachumsegel web network. Yeah. Dot, so uh, dot com. then... Then what you do to the water, you We've got boiling water. We've yeah. got a bit of... So we're going to add in a we're, It's a half a teaspoon of salt, but, you know, we don't need to measure. Sorry. Kosher salt. Always yeah. kosher salt. Um, and then... What's sugar. next? we got... Sh- uh, how much sugar do you need? Uh, about two teaspoons. Two teaspoons. He's going to eyeball it. Because he can. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's like 12. And, and you might wonder... Eye- you think you might think, oh, but I thought churros are so sweet. But that's because when we're done... Um, what's it called? When we're done making them, we're going to coat them in... The we're gonna coat them um, in sugar and cinnamon. So in the batter, you still want to have a little bit of sugar, so it's not like savory almost. But you don't want to have a lot, or you're gonna like bite into it, and you're gonna go like like too right. much sugar. I, I'm surprised there's no yeast in there. Usually it has yeast. No, it, I was surprised too, and I actually learned how to make this with my cooking teacher. She comes yeah, like once a month. Oh, that's cool. You have a cooking teacher? Yeah, um, because there are there are a few um, camps near near my house, um, like not camps, but schools. Um, that do classes after school, but since I go to Yeshiva and my school, my school day ends at 4:40. Yeah, we're familiar with that. <laughs> and I don't usually get home to like 5:30, um, so I can't go. And also, they're not kosher, so I can't eat the food. So I have a teacher come. It's water. Okay. So now, see how this is lightly boiling. Now we're gonna add in a cup and a fourth of it's flour. Water. And now this might look like we're making a roux, but we're not. Okay. Oh, we're ma- okay, you. Now, you can do this. You want to mix her? You I'm going to mix. I'm going to mix. mix. Okay. So remember, this little burner, it looks really great, but it go. gets really hot really quickly. So I'm just going to... Can everyone see what I'm doing? So we're mixing the water, sugar, salt, and flour. Okay. That's all we so have now we so want to put it back in. Now we're going to put and it back gonna down. we're going to cook it a little bit just for like a minute. We're going to just cook the dough for a little bit. Okay. So now you're mixing that. Um, I will I've get got it. the mixing job. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you guys can see over here, I have two eggs, full eggs, and one just egg yolk. Um, and so when this is almost done, it's looking almost done. We are going to add in an egg at a, one egg at a time, and then we're going to beat it in. Okay. And one thing that's important about this to make sure that you know is that it's going to look really weird when you make it. It's going to be like eggy, and if that happens, you can just add in a little bit more flour. I'm just going to maybe pull this thing off. Sure. Okay, I bought this thing, Gourmet Glad. They have not only food but great cooking equipment too. Yeah, like we we got we brought these from from there. There they have a lot of great things. They have like a whole shelf. I mean, uh, was yeah, that so cool? Yeah, the stores around us but don't have those. I know. Gourmet Glad's the best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so what are we doing? Let's add in our eggs. So we're gonna right? take this out. Oh, I'm taking it off. No, no, taking the spoon. I'll take it out. And now get the beater. I've got a beater. Oh, I was wondering how it was gonna get incorporated. And okay, so I'm beating. One egg. I gotta say, this is fun when someone else is doing it. <laughs> the higher is actually slower. Yeah, I don't know why, but on my beater, if the higher numbers, which is like six, seven, eight, um, are slower than one. Oh, that's weird. Okay, so that's good. I gotta stop now. Okay, I'm gonna add. You know, no, you can just add both. And we're just adding them all. Okay. Okay. All right. So Have we got a good shot on that? 
So you could leave this here because it makes a mess when you're okay. making this. Keep going. Uh, well, when you're actually making this at home, um, you want to just make till it's incorporated. Now you see how it's a little too eggy, so you just want to add a little more flour, like a tablespoon at a time, until it looks like this. Okay, just like on Food Network. Okay. We already have one ready. Okay, so you can move that to the side. All right, well, I'm done with this? Yes. I'm just going to tap it. So I'm going to um, put it here. Okay. Putting this in the pastry bag is very messy, and when I made it this morning, um, my kitchen was a huge mess, so we don't want to make it messier. So, okay. So can you put that here, and I'll get the oil? Here, you get the Okay. We're going to switch this over. Let's just, okay, let's crank this up. Okay, hold on. So yeah. obviously your houses, you 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 have more than one burner. So hopefully, um, and hold on, <laughs> we're switching sides. We're working. Um, so you have more than one burner. Got it. Yeah, you have more than one burner, so you can just have them side by side. But here today in Gourmet Glot, we just have one burner. So now because we're in a supermarket, not in a house. So here is my pastry bag. So if you see, I did not use pastry bags. I actually have some, but they're a little too small. Keep the mic. Oh, and the thing about this is, it's really hard to squeeze out. So you'll do the squeezing. I'm going to do the squeezing. Okay. Okay. Great. So now, can we just talk to a minute? And I, I have some tips on the um, as promos uh, that play throughout the Nachum Siegel Network stream um, over Hanukkah. And we were talking about the temperature of oil. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the magic number that oil has to be? I think it's like 175. Ooh. 375. I know. I, I did that mistake once too, and I wrote it in a recipe. Um, yeah, 375. If it's too low, it's soggy, and if it's too high, it Burns. Yeah, it burns. Like these, um, we do want to get them like to their kind of browning because that's how they look really good. Um, and if you undercook them, the insides are going to be really raw and there's a lot of egg in this, so you can get salmonella. And my brother had it. I know it's not fun. Oh, no. Okay, so while the oil is getting a little hotter, um, so here I just have some sugar. Yeah. And a little bit of cinnamon. We all got this from Gourmet Glot. just going to okay. add it in. We're making a cinnamon sugar mixture. Do we have a spoon? I, um, sure. We actually have a nice blue spoon. Thank you, Miriam. You can mix that. Okay. Oh, yeah, looks good. So Is that good? Have, we might want to add a little bit more. A little bit more cinnamon. He's eyeballing everything. It's amazing. I can't believe you haven't had your bar mitzvah. Yeah, that's the, that's the good thing about this. It's not like standard baking where, like, like, if you put an extra teaspoon of flour or an extra little bit of oil, it's going to be horrible. This, if you put too much flour, it'll just be a little more dry, but it's going to be okay. Okay, right, cool. So this is fantastic. One thing I always do when I'm frying is I like test my oil. So, like, I just have a little yeah, we're testing the oil. Um, I quite often use an oil thermometer, oh, yeah. but I've only got a flashic one because yeah. I make a lot of chicken wontons, so, so I couldn't I bring mine. So. And we'll just put it in. And now the way you know that the oil is hot is when you put like a teensy piece in, it will sink to the bottom and then rise up bubbling. So we're ready. So that did that. We took a tiny piece and yeah. he dropped it in. And it went down for a second, and then it popped right back up again. Sizzling. And had like a tiny little bubbles around. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, now so. the pressure's on me, right? You gave me the pressure. Okay. Okay, let me get a nice All right, we're going to gonna, we're gonna switch sides. Wait, we, we're, what are we doing? Okay, oh, he's grabbing a fork. Okay, he's grabbing a fork. So, because when you squeeze it out, it's very difficult to squeeze out. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh, my God, I'm so nervous. Okay. Oh, it's coming. It's, it's coming? Okay. So, what I'm, I'm just want to tell all our listeners, I've got a bag of... Um, the dough here that Eitan has prepared. Um, he did this one in advance. It is coming out. I'm just squeezing it out of the, um, what do you call this? Um, uh, piping a, bag, right? Well, it's just actually just a plastic bag. You, but, so if you don't have piping bags, you can just use a plastic bag. And then I got this tip from Chef Central. I actually got a bunch of gift cards at Hanukkah. And I sent them all, and I bought a bunch of fancy plates for plating that were like $2 each. Oh, there we go. There okay, you so go. So how, how big? Do, I, so keep going. I'll show you. 
No, do it closer to the edge. Closer, closer. I've got to put the 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 dough closer to the edge. Okay, keep going. Okay, okay. keep going. Keep and going. Then, and I'm gonna push it off. And now this will be easier to oh. just squeeze out when you make it at home because this has been sitting in a cooler for a long time. So right, it's not at room temperature. Yeah. Okay. Keep squeezing. So we'll just make two uh, two or three. We'll just make two or three. Because we've got to feed the team over here. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, are you okay? No, Remember, you cannot do this at home without an adult. Uh, yes. Because this is really hot oil. Yes. Okay. So maybe I can feel the heat. You know, we cover the smoke alarms here. Yeah. Right, Howie? The smoke alarms are covered? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so you don't want to have the fire department come. Oh, I've already done so the heat. Okay. And, uh, okay. And, oh, my God. That was my workout. Okay, no, no. Yeah, I asked okay. my dad to help me. He's over there when, when I was making it. Because I also made it to prepare earlier to see how it would be when you leave it out a little bit. Yeah. And it was very difficult, so my dad helped me. So these okay. are going to cook pretty fast. So right here I've just... Okay, uh, do I need a plate? Dad. We're going to put them on a plate. And up next actually, we have Jay Booksbaum doing some wine. And actually, when you after the, once you finish frying the churros, and they cook pretty quickly. Did you see that? Look how awesome these look. Now, our oil might be a tad bit too hot because we had to like keep it off. But so, but they still look really good. They and look amazing, Aitan. Yeah, oh, so yum. those are them. So the insides might not be fully done, but they'll still be good. So then a lot of people you put them on there, but actually the oil, um, what it will do is it will help have the cinnamon sugar mixture. Okay, so stick. can I kind of shake them secret? around? Uh, yeah, you just gotta shake. Shake. I'm gonna yeah. shake and move. Shake it. Oh, Whoa, shake. You can make a mess. Right? I can make a mess. Go no, make that. We'll clean up. Clean yeah. up an aisle. Clean up an aisle. Nachum Siegel. Aisle Nachum Siegel. Okay. Okay. All uh, right. Can I eat one? Yes. Th th these are parv, okay? Remember, yes. you know that I'm all flashy. Okay. Okay. Shaking it off. Okay. Oh, my God. And now you, these are also really good with, like, a chocolate sauce or a caramel sauce. So Okay. Is this milk? Yes. No, that's not for me. Um, What's parv? Oh, yeah. thank you. Double fudge sauce. So when I make this at home, um, I actually make it with like a any kind of like a Mexican-y Spanish sauce to go with it, chocolate sauce. Mm. So I, I forgot, uh, there's a, you just should buy a high quality brand of chocolate. Um, and then you melt it down in a double boiler and then you add a little bit of cinnamon and that gives it a flavor of Mexican or Spanish, um, chocolate and it's just really yummy and it goes really well with that. Maybe some Nate's hot sauce. Oh, yeah. Nate, hot sauce on this. Unreal. Yeah. You hold that for a minute. Okay. Thank you very much. Two quick questions. Mm -hmm. Favorite spice? Uh, I'd say chili powder. I love I love Mexican food. Excellent. Yeah, I love Mexican food. I love ethnic food. That's my thing. Like a lot of people ask me, oh, do you make a good chili? I don't really make chili. I love Mexican food, Indian food, classic American food. Just, I love food. <laughs> awesome, right? Maybe he'll uh, take over my show one day. Okay. Um, and chocolate or vanilla? Uh, well, I used to love chocolate, but I guess as I got older, like, I, I don't, I don't like Hershey's or, I don't know, I just, uh, I guess I'm more... <laughs> Calibo chocolate. I guess I'm more of a vanilla, I like a vanilla ice cream, like, I make a really good, I, I just recently got an ice cream maker. No, not of recently. course you did, yes. Well, it's, so, it's the winter, but I got it in the summer, and I would make ice cream, like, every day. I'm coming to your house this summer. And I, I love made, ice cream. And I made, um, Philly style, which, so, like, a lot of ice cream is made out of just milk. That's what everything is made of, but Philly style ice cream is just milk, cream, I mean, sorry, um, heavy cream, sugar, and flavoring. So I just make vanilla, and it tastes it tastes exactly like Carvel soft serve. That's amazing. You had me at heavy cream. I love it. Yeah, same. I also love butter. I know I posted, I made homemade, like another thing that I love is making things homemade. Like my motto is, if you can make it at home, make it. And so I make homemade butter, homemade cheese, homemade pizza dough. I, I make everything. 
Um, He's unbelievable. And, and I posted on Instagram, and I saw you. I wrote, I love butter, and then you wrote, you love butter, too. I love butter, too. Eitan, you are incredible. Best of luck. Feel better, mate. I know Thank it's a you. really rough. Give this guy a round of applause for you. He really is not feeling great, and you got through everything, and you should go from strength to strength, and we hope to hear good things Thank from you. you. It's nice being on your show. I was really excited. Thank you, and we hope to have you on again in the studio on the Lower East Side. Okay. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm going to walk back over here. I got Jay. You want a churro, Jay? I'm going to bring Jay a churro. Okay. And some sauce. No, no. Grab one of these things because I imagine there's some great <coughs> wines to have this with. Hi. Have one. It, there's oh, nothing goodness. like... Um, I'm going to just pop that back in. I'm just going to leave it here because I don't know what I'm doing. Hi, Jay. How are you, Naomi? Great. What? How could I be bad? I mean, go make clutching table for two I live tell you, with this you. Guy, Eitan, <laughs> what a personality! Shame, shame he can't drink with us. He's, why not? Because he's nine. You're right. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, he's I'm not kidding. nine. He's but really, twelve. He's twelve. He's unbelievable. Mm. Um, Jay, thanks so much. We're get him to be our spokesperson. Yeah, when he turns 21. For our grape juice. For our grape juice. You know what? That's actually a really great idea. Yeah, let's do a whole bunch we of recipes. We talk about with brand, grape am- juice. brand ambassadors, you know? Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm so excited that the Kosher Food and Wine Show is rolling around soon. That's like my favorite event of the year. I'm really not joking. I'll like, I live for this event. I have a countdown in my phone for it. Really? And I'm such a loser. <laughs> it's a great event. On night. the contrary, you know. We're going to sell about two and a half thousand tickets, and I think we just surpassed a thousand tickets sold already. Unbelievable! So it is going to sell out. Yeah, it's, it's on um, the Kosher Food and Wine Ninth Annual Experience is going to be on Monday, February 9th, and it's at the Metropolitan Pavilion. Yeah, new venue. New venue. You outgrew that Much one larger, so bad. We hope. <laughs> So if you want to get and and you know what we have something special for you and only your listeners. <gasps> oh my so gosh! Nobody else okay. should listen. Only the listeners. Only table for two right. on the Nachum Siegel Network. Put in Nachum eighteen at checkout and you get eighteen dollars off. Oh, that's so nice because I know the other promos have ended. That's so right. this is a special one for the Nachum Siegel Network team. So what's the promo again? Uh, put in at the at checkout at, when you go it'll online to do you, it it'll ask for a, uh, any promotional codes and that is put in Nachum 18 Nachum 18 absolutely fantastic thank you Jane please You're thank welcome. the uh, Herzog gang for that um, so I'm just going to move a little bit closer in um, so what is new at uh, Royal Wines we have many wine shows together and I've got to talk to you about doing a Tubishvat wine show because we did one last yeah, year. Great. Yeah, so we've got to do that again. So I've got to talk to you about that. Um, so what what is new right now for us? Well, usually I bring an array of wines. What I loved about your show today was all about the balance. Right. Burning Bush and um, and Able. Seth of course, you know, we're talking about the balance of of food and you know the fact that he wanted his burning bush sauce to not overpower the foods but to like kick it up and that's what that's what wine is about too and you were talking about this whole fermented thing that's going on yeah correct you know wine fermented right? there you go <laughs> wine is good for the kishkas it's good for the kishkas maybe not the brain but what we did what I did today was instead of focusing on a varied group of wines I I'm focusing on something brand new that only your listeners are seeing for the first time. Oh, really? That's in so public. exciting. Thank you for doing that. It's called Variations. Okay. Now, people talk about Cabernet, right? Yeah. So, Cabernet is Cabernet. Walk into a wine shop, ask your favorite guy, what do you like? I like a Cabernet. Okay, give me a good Cabernet. No, but you know, Cabernet, for example, Kiwi from your neck of the woods. From New Zealand, yeah. Is different than Kiwi from somewhere else. So, potatoes from 
uh, Idaho. A different thing. A different than potatoes from wherever else. But <laughs> so, but right. what's interesting is is that this is all Cabernet, three different wines, all Cabernet, from four different. Uh, I'm sorry, from five different uh, places in California. Okay, that's a really and interesting so, five different terroirs. Exactly. So the first one has only three of them in it. Uh, I'm sorry, the first one has, yeah, the first one has only three of them in it. The second one has four of them in it. And the third one has uh, a different uh, combination as well. And what's interesting about that, and I you know, I do this a lot. Are you going to be drinking too? I can't. I, I, I'm He's coming driving. off a cold. I'm, dri- I'm, dri- I'm driving by I'm myself. I'm coming off a cold. So, so Marky, you have to these. drink with me. I don't drink alone. If he's not drinking, Marky, just come and sit with me and you can... We don't drink alone. And, you know, when we first came out with this, is only a few weeks, but when we first came out with this, people were saying, no, I like the three, I like the four, I like the five. And what's interesting about it is I think that instead of drinking them individually, like um, we have a, a group of wines from, from, uh, <clears throat> from Barkhan. Uh, oh, I like those. Yeah. Which which are at different altitudes called the altitude collection. So those you can drink individually or in unison, you know, to see what they're like. These I urge everyone to try them as a flight. Okay, what do you try mean? them as a flight? So you can taste them side by side. So even though there's three glasses, they're really for one drinker. If you don't mind, you know, um, passing it back and forth, that's okay with me. And if okay. not, don't. But yeah, that's okay. <laughs> So this is... We have tons more glasses. These glasses, these gorgeous glasses are from the Kosher Food and Wine Show. This is from 2014. I have a collection at home. Jay always brings them for me, and now we have our own case for our Table for Two show. There you go. Okay. Look how he opens that wine with such ease. We should maybe do a class on how to open a bottle of wine. You can also see me on um, YouTube and online. Oh, yeah, you have a... Just punch me up. Google J Booksbaum. You have to work out how to spell Booksbaum. B U C H S. Very good. B A U M. Very good. And oh yeah, we have to talk about that thing also. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Jay does a lot of parties. If you're looking to hire a sommelier to come to a simcha that you're having, Jay is available. Oh, and a big shout out. Yeah. This Shabbos, I'm headed to Connecticut. Yeah, I thought you were saying in the five. Partners in Torah. Oh yeah. Is having their weekend in Connecticut. Oh, nice. And Rabbi Lau is going to be there, and a whole bunch. And you know, the lady from—I don't know if I'm allowed to say this here in the Five Towns—from The Big Bang Theory, Mayim Bialik. Mayim Bialik is going to be there Saturday night. Oh, nice! Okay. And so I'm doing a whole series of she very high-end wine I want her on my show. Well. Yeah, let's go. She's she's supposed to be a lot of fun, and you know, let's go to shoppers. She's going to speak a, okay, about so her so experiences. I'm serious. As a firm lady <laughs> a on TV. Okay, okay. So we've got. And if you I'm notice, so here, here's an interesting great. thing. Take a look how, uh, I don't know if you could you know, could see it. Yeah, if you take a look. He's, Jay's turning the wine bottles. So, I, you know, our listeners. It's hard to see, but if you can take a look, if you look at that, it's the shape of California. The whole. What? The, one label to the next. I'll show it to you. Oh. See uh, that? Who thought of this? Isn't amazing? Oh, I love it. That's very clever. Okay, so it's so the shape of California. And Can that's because that? we were, we're, we're trying to tell you is is that even though it's all Cabernet, it's Cabernet from different areas in California. Yeah. And the terroir... Which is the soil and the uh, climate and uh, tasting. What do they call it? Tasting the, f- the, the climate. The taste of the place. Taste of the wow. place. That's right. Okay. Terroir is simply the taste of the place. So the terroir in each of the different regions is different, has a different effect on how the final grape comes out, even though it is all Cabernet. Okay. So the balance of those... 
you know, in in five. Well, I say Coca-Cola tastes different in every company. In well, every in every country, Coca-Cola well, you tastes you know, different. it's interesting. Yeah, Definitely Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola Co- Yeah, because water tastes, tastes different in, in different parts of the world. And Pesach Thicca Coca-Cola tastes different than the regular. Right, because they're yesterday. using real sugar. Exactly. No g- exactly. GMO. <laughs> yeah, so here you go. So, tr- you know. Okay, so it, how What I'd like you this? to do is we have nose one. it. Okay. One second. Nose them. Knows them. That's a wine uh, speak for. Okay, so that's so wine I'm speak for smell smelling each one them. and then pass okay. it to you. Okay, I'm Mal- I've asked Malky to come up here because Jay's not drinking because he's driving. So that's very variations important. five that I'm you've got in your right hand. Okay, one smell there. Well, well, I smell you talk. Okay. Okay, that's variations three. Very different. Has and that's completely variations different four. Oh wow! And very variations subtle, three but has Paso Robles, Napa Valley. And some Sonoma County in it. Isn't it amazing that, right, it's so subtle but so different yeah. at the same time? And wow. Variations 5 has Santa Inez, Napa, and Chalk Hill, which is a very specific area within Sonoma. Okay. 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 All right, can we get maybe get an... Okay, Some so Amador we Valley, too. All right, we're going to wow. shit. Is there Are you sick? I'm and not Paso sick. And Paso Robles. There's <laughs> okay, five good. different wines in this one. Five different wines. Five different, five different, five different uh, Cabernets, all Cabernets. All blends. All right. blends from certain different regions. Grapes. Right, grapes. That, okay, well, Cabernet is a, is a specific grape. Okay. And they ferment each Cabernet grape that yeah. comes from each region on its own. Okay. Okay, so you have... If it comes from Napa County or Napa Valley, right. they'll ferment all that Cabernet on its own and make it into a wine. Then they'll put it into a barrel. They'll have one, the same thing from Alexander Valley, which is in Sonoma, from Chalk Hill, which is in a more specific area, from Santa Inez, which is more specific area. Each one of those is separately in its own barrel. Then the winemaker will come taste each, all right, and combine three for three, four for four, and five for five. It's like an algorithm. I, I'm not sure if science. I, it's amazing. Wow, it's unreal. Well, it, it, you know, actually, it's both. It's a science and it's kind of like a, an yeah. art. Okay. Is for sure. So shall we Let's shall we it. have a little sip? Okay, okay, which one should we try for? We've mixed them all. No, you haven't. This okay. is this is the middle one is three. The middle one is three. Yeah. Okay. So, so try so three first. Three first. Okay. I'll drink from this side. You drink from that side. <laughs> We've had many a cocktail together. Yeah. Dry. Dry. Definitely dry. Yeah. And then four. Nice. This is four. I'm yep, tasting a little four. fruity over The one on the right is four. So, so we d- this, is, this should this be the lightest, okay. smoothest, kind of most okay. uh, tame. That should be a little richer, a little bit more complex, <laughs> a little bit more need for food. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I would have gone what really well with some of the stuff from this morning. Oh, gosh. I, I, I can't Mi- taste right now because I'm like oh, coming off a cold. Okay, fine. <clears throat> okay. So it would be useless. Meat. <laughs> this is like a meat. heavier meat, a richer meat. Is it true that usually reds go with meat and whites go with wine? It's or is that usually very true, but yeah. only because as a chef, as chefs, you would know this. Because what you're trying to do, we've had this discussion before, yes. what you're trying to do is be in <laughs> harmony. You don't want the wine to, to overpower right. the food, and you don't want the food to overpower the wine. So right. if you're having a very rich fish or even pasta dish, mm-hmm. then you want a richer red yeah. wine. Pasta, a pasta but with a as a general red, rule, yeah. reds are heavier than whites, as a general rule. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they, they have this like automatic saying, reds with meats and fish and, but and whites. With, but it's not always not true. true. you got to really match it up. Right. Exactly. Right. And I just did a whole video on that, too. Okay, try, yeah. try number five. And you can find that on YouTube. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to watch that. Okay, number five. Okay. 
This should be the most complex of the f- of the f- yeah. of the three. Can I say that's much drier? Yeah, you, you I find say that it's much drier. drier. The middle one was, m- I don't know, not as dry, but my still favorite. dry. Oh yeah. Three. Which one? Three. I like the middle one better. Okay. Great. I, I, this one, I, I feel a beef bourguignon recipe mm. coming to there mind. I know Susie mm-hmm. Fishbein has one. Yes. This is very heavy, a nice, big, rich yeah. steak with this one. Yeah. This is a pasta dish. That's what's coming to my mind, yeah. like, as I'm drinking these. They're really delicious. You know what's wonderful about them, though, again? Even though I'm not a dry wine drinker, this is what, great. You know, if you're you having, know? and I'm going to do this tonight at, in, in Connecticut uh, for Partners in Torah. You know, at a Friday night meal, you have a whole series of things. You know, right. you have fish, and you have an appetizer, and you have soup, and then you have the main course. And sometimes we know we cook it all out. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Brenda works with a, bu- a bunch of non-Jews from time to time yeah. in her field, and you know, the lady will talk about. We've talked about this too. The lady <laughs> will talk about. Oh, Thanksgiving is coming, or Christmas is coming, and I'm cooking for twelve people. And Brenda's going. Shabbos. Twelve. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's a light Shabbos for us. You know? Shabbos. Many people. That's every every way. <laughs> you know, our good friends here at Gourmet Glot know that for sure. Thank God. That's right? Wednesday. Everybody's making Thanksgiving dinner every Friday night. I mean, yeah. Wait, and then Shabbos lunch, and then Shabbos dinner. <laughs> right. so but, but here's the point that I was trying to make, that, you know, if, if you have all those kinds of foods, and you have enough people that enjoy wine, take all three of these wines, lay them out, and go through the meal, tasting through them and seeing what matches nicest or best with each. What doesn't overpower? What marries well? Right. What's in most harmony? That's the key. You can go through a few bottles like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then can we just, on that note, and people have asked me this a lot. And remember last year we did a bunch of questions that people, and we should do another show like that again Let's where go. people email in me questions and uh, or Jay, and then um, and you can do this continually. We answer it on, on the air. All, yeah. and, and we'll air the questions. But... Um, you're having. How do you know how much wine to buy, or if you're having people for dinner, right? So if you've got eight adults, how many bottles of wine do you need? That's yeah. Like, if, if it's eight adults that are that will all drink, you should have two bottles. Okay, so you're getting four cups of wine per. You actually get about five cups. Five cups because you're not filling it up. Right. right it's not. It's yeah. not kiddish. Yeah. I yeah. You know, you're getting about five cups of wine. Okay. It's five ounce glasses. Okay. For those who are, are listening, I want, I'm trying to paint a picture for you. I'm holding up a wine glass. This is a, gen, a generic wine glass. It can hold red or it can hold white. Um, it's from the Kosher Food and Wine Show. If you were to pour a serving of wine, we're sitting down now to a meal, how much is the correct amount of you wine know, to pour? That's great. We, we had this discussion a couple of weeks ago. Every, you know, when you walk into a restaurant and you order a glass of wine, uh, some people expect or suspect that you should fill it to the top. Wrong. should fill it to about a little bit higher than where it gets the, the widest in the glass. Oh, that's okay. And the reason for that, not or just about where it gets the widest in the glass, maybe a little bit higher. And the reason for that, first of all, you don't want to fill up the glass. But second of all, it, there is a reason for it. The widest point exposes the most wine to air. And that allows the aromatics to rise and for you to really enjoy not only the flavor, but also the, listen to me. (laughs) And I've been drinking. (laughs) Also the aromatics that come off the wine. So, you know, it allows the wine to uh, give its best. Wine is definitely one of those multi-sensory things. You know, we smell it, uh, we taste it. Five S's. We look at it. Right, go. Five S's, go. Uh, Sight, swirl, smell. And then savor, which is really just another 
uh, hold it in your mouth. You know, yeah, which is just another word for taste. Right. And and put it all around, savoring because your tongue, you know, has to has to get involved. Taste buds are different are all over, places right. around your mm-hmm. tongue. And have finally swallow, or in the case when I'm doing 400 wines over three days. It's uh, spitting. It's spitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually do that. You know, we we're gonna have spit buckets actually at the food it's kosher true. food wine have experience. You been to don't be I, embarrassed. I it's okay. We don't want to. you to walk out drunk. Come, enjoy it. Spit. You want to take one or two glasses during the course of three hours? That's okay, but not more than that. <laughs> um, so, so at the food and wine show, yeah. remember it's food and wine. So we have great restaurants that have come in the past. Do Got we know, twenty restaurants do we know this any year. Names Over twenty. Now? Oh, I, I can't, you know, I'm afraid to mention any because okay, if yeah. I mention one then and, and I miss one, then I'm in big get trouble. get insulted. Uh, but it's going to be again on the 9th. It's the 9th annual Kosher Food and Wine Experience. It's on Monday, February 9th at the Metropolitan Pavilion. You can, it's between 18th and 19th. It's between, it's 18th Street between 6th and 7th Avenue. Uh, there's going to be over 20 restaurants and caterers, et cetera, et cetera. Put in at the end. Oh, it's... Uh, kfwe15 dot com www dot kfwe15 dot com at checkout put in Nachum eighteen and save eighteen bucks Woo-hoo! and we are going to sell out there will be no tickets sold at the door none he's got and even if me. you come and you say I know Jay Booksbaum they ain't gonna let you in <laughs> no way you gotta you gotta have a ticket before you come and you know and everybody you gotta be over twenty one. We're very careful about those kinds of things. One more thing, my okay. pick for the week for Shabbos. Okay, Mark, thank, thank you, darling. My pick for the week for Shabbos is Bar Khan Superior. And this is great because it's for the first time, it's really a magnificent, rich, thick, full-bodied uh, bottle of wine. Uh, but it now Amen. comes in Mavushal. So Bar Khan Superior Mavushal wine. Jay Booksbaum, thank you so much. Man, it's been so much fun. Uh, it's always fun having a wine I, show I with ma- you. I want to you're going to drink these wines. I hope you'll share oh, yeah, them with friends them. and family. Miriam and is Miriam, my, everybody. Miriam's my red wine drinker. You got she it. drinks my red wines for it. me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll talk soon. We have to talk this afternoon. You got it. About a couple of things. We're working on some very exciting projects together. Thank you. Have a great Shabbos. A safe drive great to job. Connecticut. Howie. Hello. How are you? Here we go again. Indeed. Thank you so much. Good to be here. Okay, yeah, I, I can't thank uh, you and Yoli. Um, Yoli's hiding behind there. Behind, I'm yes. waving to Yoli. Yoli Steinberg is unbelievable. You are unbelievable. The whole Gourmet Glatt team, you host me this year. and Looking forward to next year. Next year. So, really, from the bottom of all our hearts at Welcome. the Nakam Segal Network, thank Glad you. Glad you're here. Okay, what's up? What's well, next? Well, this was very apropos that you're doing wine here, and he was talking about number five on thinking the fifth coast because you're having dollar coasts. I'm already buying for Pesach. I know most people are just coming off of Hanukkah, but for me, I'm already way past Hanukkah. Yeah, Hanuk- me too. Hanukkah was like Sukkot, so I'm like way ahead. <laughs> and, and by the time Pesach comes, I'm already uh, in, into He's the in Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, you're, always, you're always ahead. That's what keeps Gourmet Glatt so fantastic. Yeah, okay, we try what to be. is new? What is up with Gourmet Glatt? So, so a couple of things. <laughs> I can't even talk. <laughs> how much, have you, how much would wine. you drinking? No, nothing. Come on. All right. So um, I just, I'm going to highlight a few, couple of new items. But um, as all our customers have seen over the last few months, the, the end of our building here, which was the dry cleaner. I know. What? Is, you, we tried going in there I yesterday. Know, I know. <laughs> what, I know. And, and there? It will, it'll be unveiled soon, but it's, it's ready. Uh, we, will be, we will be expanding further down. And um, the entire... 
uh, food court area is going to be expanding uh, just all the way to the left to the end of the building, and it's going to be uh, quite beautiful when we're finished with it. Um, it's it's sheetrocked. It's ready. The electric's there. The plumbing's there. There's a lot I've of work still to get done. I know, I know. We're waiting for it too. It's, <laughs> I, know, I, I need know. I need this project building finished. Building code. I have whatever. a lot going on. Right. <laughs> Fire, you right, know. Right. Um, and that's 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 big news as far as, you know, the, the physical plant of Gourmet Glop. And then there's always new items. Um, and that's one of my key key positions here is, is uh, staying on top of them, being, so to speak, the, um, the uh, firewall <laughs> to stop some things that don't belong in here out and, and bring it in the ones that do. Okay, and, uh, great. And, and we do, we, we, we uh, work hard at it. So... Okay, uh, a couple of guys. I want to highlight this one. Okay. This is, these are salad. How would you pronounce that? You pronounce salad. Salad mate. There you go. <laughs> salad mate is a, a new salad dressing uh, brand that just came out. I saw it for the first time at Kosher Fest. Fest. Yeah, love and, it. And uh, we were one of the first stops. They came in here and offered it up. Now this one I'm holding in my hand specifically was in, it was exciting to me you because this one is th- called Nishnash. That Nishnash. was all over Facebook, right? right? Malky, now, did you see that post? It was all over Facebook. The, the crackers that, have that not been sold. The Nishnash, nishnash crackers, dressing. which go with go, which go with that salad, have not been called Nishnash for oh a good few years already. Right. But everyone walks in, where are the Nishnash crackers? And they should just change it back because I don't care what they think, it's still a Nishnash cracker. It comes in regular and it comes in light. There's a Caesar and a Caesar light. Um, there's uh, I think six varieties of this dressing, and we're getting a very very positive feedback. We're excited awesome. about that one. This one was a biggie and. Um, these are called they're called powerful yogurt. Oh, I hope my family's watching. They love anyone, yogurt. Anyone that's really needs that protein fill, you've got 21 grams of protein in every cup of yogurt. A lot of fat. This, Is there much fat in that? It's uh, not bad. Zero fat and yeah, I'm not sure. Amazing. I'm not sure how they're making it, what they're doing to it. But I found this at one of the shows, and I was so excited. I couldn't believe it. I almost walked past the booth. I said, "There's no way that item is kosher." And then when I walked by and I saw the um, the OU on it, I was like shocked. So uh, cool. we've been stocking this item, and and I have to tell you, my dairy manager was a little. He gave me this look, like Aww. you're kidding me, right? <laughs> and and within two days, the first load that came in was gone. So it's been a steady item. Yogurt's and very popular. I think the growth yogurt, of yogurt is unbelievable. Yogurt nationally, I think, is uh, the number one category in most supermarkets period the category so you know and greek has just taken off in the category ice cream pops like it's uh, yeah, I have ice cream, uh, Greek uh, ice cream pops over here. They're fantastic. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, there's Norman's has the, you know the chovisrol and the mahajan yeah. has chovisrol. Norman's came out with a blended um, at Kosher Fest. They pre- they um, they showed it for the first time. They previewed it, and it's already in stock. And they're coming out with a Greek for kids. Which will be a big thing. It's like smaller cups and it's oh, for the kids' taste. Oh, because they can't finish those bigger right, cups. Right, right. It's going to be Greek for kids. That'll be a biggie. And then these two came in recently. They're not Greek. However, these are organic. Stonyfield Yo Baby and Yo Tot. I guess the different age what, groups what? will be what they're for. cereal? No, no. These are yogurts in a pouch. Oh, How cool. convenient, right? Yeah. So... Um, there's, there's, there's so many new items, and I, I, I love the category. And uh, when people come in with a new thing, you're going to get one of two looks. It's either like, ooh, that's nice, right? Or you're going to, oh, another one. Right? <laughs> so, so I, you know, I'm always looking for that find, and, and I love those new products. And it's, the challenge always is 
making space for it and doing what we call a skew rationalization, which is um, what's a skew? A skew is an SKU. Every I'm sorry, uh, every every item the barcode. The barcode in the industry it's called a skew. So a skew rationalization is you look at your aisle and you say, okay, this item has slowed down. Something else has taken over. Uh, this product, this flavor, this size, something changed, and just weaning one off the shelf and, and then uh, replacing it with what people want. What a really and hard decision to make. They're hard. And, and you know what? Um, because th- there will be that customer that was buying that specific item in that sh- size, shape, flavor, color, and they want their item. And <laughs> our customers are very passionate about letting us know what they feel should be on our shelves. Yeah. So um, I even came to you this week. I came to Howie. Hey, eight tons back. Come sit with us for a couple Eitan, of minutes. Eitan, welcome back. You're looking better. Okay? <laughs> You're getting your color back. Okay, good. Um, so I, you know, I, I had gotten the kosher foodie box um, from uh, Gail right. Rand, um, who runs the kosherfoodiebox.com, and I had gotten these fire-roasted green chilies, and I'm like, Howie, I need these. Right. And he's like, okay, we can look into it. I don't know if it'll be a big seller here. But, you know, like if there is something, you know, you can always reach out to Howie. They may or may not be able to do it, but he's certainly going to put the effort in. So. It's a little more complicated. You're, you're in the food business, so you, you understand it a little bit. But when customers come to me and they want, why can't you get a case of this item? You know, I don't know, this item. If I didn't know that my distributor had it, I wouldn't know where to get it. Right. So you, you spend your time, you try to find a company name, address, <laughs> website. You call, you email, you wait for a reply, and um, your peppers, I'm waiting for a reply. Right. I, I want to know how I can get it. Companies don't just send you a case of an item. I, I've never seen a rep from Heinz in here coming to sell me ketchup. There's, <laughs> there's wholesalers and distributors that bring us you know, the bulk of our groceries, and they'll pull up here with 2,000 cases on a truck of assorted merchandise. But you never see the specific rep from those companies. So the challenge oftentimes is finding who's got the item and establishing, okay, is this a specialty food or that's a regular food? Okay, and if it's a specialty food, I have a number of specialty food distributors, and that's what they do. They don't carry Heinz ketchup. They've got the organic, uh, you right. know, newfangled kind of a deal. Sugar-free, right. GMO-free. Right, right, yeah. GMO, oh, GMOs. Here we go again, GMOs. <laughs> GMOs. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, this is all the challenges that, these are all the challenges that I face. And, uh, we welcome the, uh, the challenge. I welcome the opportunity. And, and as much as Pesach is a challenge, um, I always welcome it. You know, it's a lot of work. But. The P word! The P word, right? <laughs> the P word, Purim and, and Pesach. Well, no, Pesach comes before Purim. In oh, my, in my so world. so interesting, I have to right? buy Pesach first, then Purim. You know, my world too, right? Yeah, right, right, right. You're, you're already <laughs> cooking. I've already, I'm not cooking yet, but I'm preparing my menus and I've got things going on, so. But we, I, I always have that, uh, I have that issue. You always give me a list of items you need before Purim. Because I'm you're like, already yeah. cooking for Pesach Howie, for people. I need this now. And, and he, right, get me, get me oil. Get and me. he does it. And we have to get it. And yeah. he does it. So, really, thank you for that. And thank you for everything thank that you, you do. Thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, representing our store. Yeah, my excited. pleasure. I love, I love Gourmet Glad. It's, it's a shopping experience every time I came in. When was I here last? Yesterday. Right. I could not get out of the store because people were shopping and schmoozing. Do you find that, Aitam, that when you go somewhere and, and being a chef, and I mean, you're a bit of a celebrity, <laughs> but just people want to see what's in your wagon and see, yeah. oh, what you're doing with that? And there's my friend Kayla Kay, and I told her that I, my food had defrosted in my freezer, which I mentioned earlier in the show, and she told me to make uh, lamb kebabs, and that's exactly what I did. I had all this lamb in my freezer, that and... 
Right, I'm so sure Fatsy made lamb kebabs, I think. Yeah, they at, at the yes. cooking competition that we were at. They yeah. made lamb ra- racks of lamb. Yeah, racks of lamb. Which I have to make before Shabbos because all my lamb also defrosted. So mm-hmm. yeah, you may all want to come to me for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but do you find that people talk to you about what's going on in your wagon? Oh uh, like, well, my mom. Well, being a kid, my mom does all the shopping because um, like I'm either at school or school. <laughs> Um, so usually she's the one who's shopping, but when I do go, so a lot of people like sometimes like, "Oh, what are you a Tom?" And it's really cool. Like actually, I was at Chef Central, which yeah. is and it's not like a Jewish place. And one of the workers there, who I, I was looking at the new knives they had, and he's like, "Hey, are you the kid who was on Jewish kid who's on top?" I'm like, "Yeah." Isn't that cool? It's so nice that we had him here today. Thank you very much we'll for joining us today. Autograph signing after the show. What? Autograph signing. I know, for sure, for sure. Um, I really appreciate your efforts. You know, as we mentioned, Aitan was not feeling well this morning. We had an incredible show with him. Yeah. Uh, incredible hour and a half. This is like a super size show. I've not stopped talking for an hour and a half. <laughs> and I managed to eat and drink also. Yeah, so I just wanted to tell you guys, if you guys want to follow me, um, like she said before, Straight my, into the my <laughs> blog is Cook with Chef Aitan. And I try to, cookwithchefaitan.com. And I try to post like uh, once a week, depending on schoolwork like i'm probably gonna do a blog post about this oh thank you <laughs> yeah um and then i have instagram facebook twitter at chef Tom Burnath, and i just love taking pictures of food cooking food um i want to get a camera soon i just got a bunch of new plates i just i love also blogging yeah i like the whole camera thing you know i i was taking i, I don't know if you saw my <coughs> post someone had put an amazing post up on facebook about how to take better iphone shots of your food. I, I think I saw that. And I thought that was really incredible, but I just got a new camera, DLSR, and Melinda Strauss from KitchenDestetter.com is teaching me uh, how to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a slow learner with a camera. It's not so good with the technology, but we have a great... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn so we can have great pictures. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in or watching us today. Thank you, Aitan. Thank you, Howie from Gourmet Glatt, the Gourmet Glatt team, the Nakam Siegel Network team. Seth Levitt from Abels and Hyman, uh, Jay Booksbaum from Royal Wines, Malky Hirsch, there you are, from Kiss the Kosher Cook on Facebook. Um, I think that's going to be a wrap for us at this show. Oh, my God, Nate Crewman. We had the best time. Thank you so much for joining us. You had a big um, trip from Teaneck. Um, Gourmet Glatt? ZK? Yeah. ZK, of course. I'm not up to that. Miriam Wallach, ZK, the whole team from the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you, Nachum and Miriam, for letting me do what I love so much. Uh, join in next week. We've got a great lineup for the next couple of weeks. Um, stay tuned. Our show was brought to you by Abels and Hyman. We are also heard on our Rutsheva English Radio. Shabbat Shalom. And say, listen, we have music right up until Lech Benching, uh, sponsored by our friends at Kedem. Shabbat Shalom, everybody.